Hi, you're listening to John and Ann's Wrestling Podcast. This is the one hour a week where my boyfriend, John, is allowed to talk to me about wrestling. And sometimes I know things too. Here we go. Hi. <laughs> All right. No, we're doing good. We're, we're doing, doing good. everything's fine. Everything's fine. I'm sorry I sat on the microphone. It's okay. I forgive you. Okay. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. Yes, I un- I unequivocally forgive you, and I'm not going to make any jokes about it. I I just want to support you and let I, you succeed. Am I too sensitive to take jokes about it? No. 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 Oh, oh, see, I you almost no, had me, no. and you kept going. <laughs> Sorry, you kept going. So I can't that's... help but make jokes, ladies and gentlemen. No, it's can't... a thing that's wrong with my brain. Yeah. I don't have the ability to be kind and sincere. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> I'm kidding. You do. Just you know, it's it's sort of like a superpower where you have to. You got to. You know, it really takes a lot to pull it out of you. You know. Most of the time, you're just mild-mannered Ann Clark, and then okay. sometimes... This y- is a podcast about what a bitch girlfriend I am that I produce and edit for my boyfriend. <laughs> That's not the same thing as, uh, as what you describe. <laughs> once a week, we get on here and we talk about how mean I am. You're not mean. And I didn't I, say you're mean. And then I upload it and edit it and upload it again and then pay for the hosting fees. And- wow, I didn't know about the second uploading part. Yeah, it it's, takes a couple of I'm sorry, uploads. I didn't mean to imply. It's okay. All right. Um, no, but what right. is this podcast about? Uh, it's about um, my obsession with uh, a sport-ish. Sports entertainment. Sports entertainment. Um, and your extreme patience with me for it. I mean, I like um, it too. You to do. Some you extent. do enjoy it. What's your favorite match it. that you've ever seen? What's my favorite match that I've ever seen? This is not. An, it sounded almost accusatory. I just. I'm actually um, curious. I mean, it's obviously that uh, Johnny Knoxville. That's one. That's what I thought. Yeah. Johnny Knoxville versus uh, Sammy. Sammy Zayn. No, no, no. Yeah. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. Sammy Zayn. Yeah. No, that is. That was probably my favorite match in recent memory. I mean, that's probably one of my favorite matches I've ever seen. Certainly yeah. one of the best WrestleMania See, matches girls, of all time. Girls can like wrestling too. No, I know. Not every woman is just a beleaguered girlfriend who is putting up with someone else's interests. We have interests too. It's just sometimes those interests differ or vary in vary in intensity. Yeah. Because we're dynamic people. Women are dynamic people with internal lives. It's true. Sometimes that's hard for people to understand. I'm more of a set it and forget it kind of guy. I'm like, wrestling, got it. Good for the next 35 years. Don't need yep. any other interests or to explore or examine anything else. Just throw this on. I mean, why move if you're happy where you are? Yeah. You know, if it ain't broke, don't. Uh... Yeah. You're happy as a pig in shit. I do wish we had some shit. <laughs> It's really hot. It'd be nice to cool to roll around in some old shit. Anyway, uh, (laughs) I think I'm thinking of mud. Yeah, I think you are too. You're thinking of like elephants in mud as opposed to pigs and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Are pigs really happy in shit though? I feel like they wouldn't be. I feel like they would get sick. Um, I think we're also thinking of mud with that. I think it's like an expression. Yeah. Pigs are in the shit or something. Well, because I think it's just like a pigsty is like a gross, like Mm. muddy place. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know. 
it's it's probably is just an expression. If we have any pig experts or farmers, I mean, because also like, wanna... how do you know if a pig is happy? Like, do pigs experience happiness the same way humans experience? They happiness? probably do. They're like as smart as dogs. Yeah, but how can we know that? Um, like, this I'm is sure the there's... thing we can't really know what's going on inside an animal's head. I'm sure there's something. There's we don't somebody... even really know what's going on inside our heads. I'm sure there's some way that we can figure it out. No, there isn't. There are like dog behavioralists and stuff that know Yeah, how... I know, but they're behavioralists. Everybody's working from the outside in. It's true. But I'm sure you can tell. They can also probably... The emotional lives of animals are inaccessible to us, and we need to accept that, okay? Not everything is for us. It's true, I guess. Animals' but... internal lives are their own, and we needn't meddle. We need to respect that? Yeah. All right. If there are any pigs that listen to this podcast and you want to clarify and you choose to clarify. And we don't mean cops, okay? We mean real farm animal pigs. Unless those cops know, have some sort of psychic connection with pig animals um, and they can answer this question. that's a different set of questions. Yeah. That's a whole... We don't need to know the origin of the psychic. Anyway, um... (laughs) We should probably just get to it because there really is a lot going on yeah, today. That, yeah, um, see, this is what I was trying to, yeah. You know, I mean, look, the G1 is going on and uh, wait, mm. though, I'm kidding. It's Vince McMahon. Vince, Mc, uh, Vince McMahon. Vince He's, McMahon is Vince McGon. Vince McGon. More like uh, Vince at, at Well, and over over in wrestling means you're popular. Yeah, you know? well, over in the rest of the world means you're done. Um, they Boom. might want to update uh, Your the resume. list of banned terms in WWE to include canceled because it sounds like... It's funny because he tweeted a thing on Friday or whatever. It was just like, at 77, it's time for me to retire. Thanks, WWE Universe. And then... I put on SmackDown out of curiosity and I watched the first like maybe half hour of it. I don't even know if I made it that far. Uh, and Stephanie McMahon opened the show who is now the the new, I guess, permanent chairwoman and CEO. She was the mm-hmm. interim chairwoman and CEO uh, while he had like stepped away from his duties. Mm-hmm. Um, but then now I'm assuming she's the, the permanent one and uh, or chairwoman and co-CEO with this guy, Nick Khan. Mm-hmm. Um, and... She like led the cha- the fans in a, in a thank you Vince chant, hmm. um, which the fans actually started organically on their own at first, and then she like stopped it so that they could like do it to so she could lead it or whatever. And it was just pretty bizarre to watch it as though it's just like a normal retirement, and they're just trying to like it's really. I mean, WWE has excelled at just creating their own reality, yeah. and not even just like the the stories. Mm-hmm. But just like their own reality in general for so long that it's like, of course, they can't help but do it here as well. Uh, but it was yeah. bizarre to hear people just chanting this like nothing is going well, I on. Mean, for some of them, I'm sure nothing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. again, like I feel like we've talked about this before, but like I'm sure there's a lot of people in that crowd who don't care and don't think this is a bad thing for him to have done. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there's d- lots of people who think that like women who have sex with their bosses deserve whatever they get. You know what I mean? Oh, and there's sure. lots of people who think if you get millions of dollars after you've been harassed or assaulted or whatever, that you're lucky. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I'm sure there are tons of people who think that this is, you know, B 
BS and that, you know, they still respect him and they think it's fine. Like, oh, yeah. I told you that was on that, like, one wrestling site and all the comments were just like, oh, he's the man. This is yeah. great. Like, and, and that's, I'm like, sure, how most of the people who watch this every week feel because yeah. otherwise they wouldn't watch it every week. Or you they're know? just like children who don't yeah. know. Yeah. Uh, and that's definitely the vibe I got. And it was just bizarre. Um, but obviously, it was some. There was some sort of like you know catalyst for this because Vince wasn't just going to retire. Vince never. Mm-hmm. If none of this ever happened, he never would have retired. He would have literally just gone until he died. I wonder I why think. he finally did. Well, the Wall Street Journal did publish a thing about how this wasn't like the quite the like bombshell that they, people thought was was coming because they figured it was something was going on. There was obviously some catalyst because he never would have mm-hmm. just done this on his own. But there's like federal investigations now into him in this situation mm. because there was something like $14 million of money that he paid yeah, uh, in these things. And it's technically was like company expenses mm-hmm. and it wasn't reported as such. So now WWE is having to like redo the last like three years or something of their financials because it's Ooh. all counting as like unaccounted for um, yeah, money, taxes. which is like a, yeah. And it's like a, would be a crime because it'd be like misleading yeah uh, and it's investors a publicly, it's a publicly traded company exactly it'd be like misleading investors and stuff so mm-hmm. it could be an issue i mean obviously nothing's probably going to happen to him but it definitely is not good and if he's retiring it definitely seems like um something is going on um so that's so vince could go to jail uh we'll see what happens with Rich that people don't go to jail they really don't and uh yeah he's not he's Jail is for low-level weed dealers and people mm-hmm. who got too many speeding tickets and didn't pay for them, and every once in a while, they catch a murderer. Yeah. But that's mostly jail. It's uh, very true. Um, and if yeah. you do, you go to the, like, the Martha Stewart situation. Yeah. Um, and it's not. It's probably not that bad. Yeah, what if she went to jail for like what five years? In, even I don't even, even think it was that long. Two years, maybe insider trading. Yeah, um, can't do that. No, unless you're Nancy Pelosi's husband, then you can do that. Oh, did he do insider trading and he just got away with it? Oh, they do it all the time. Yeah, they, of like, course. That's buy like or that's sell. just how they trade because they they're like, all friends. Yeah, with the well, well, they they're not only just friends, but they legislate for oh, true. these things. You know, like her husband recently, like sold a bunch of stock for something right before there was some big vote on it. Yeah. Um, you know, whatever. Anyway. Yeah, everything's so, doing yeah. everything's going really well. Everything's going I mean, I have well. I have the smallest amount of hope for the WWE thing because I was watching as I said to you, I was watching Raw last night. Last night I was on a flight back from San Diego Comic-Con. Mhm. And I put on Monday Night Raw because I didn't have anything else to do. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I that was on a plane. That is the number one reason to watch Raw. And um, I saw Dolph Ziegler mm-hmm. make a Nathan Fielder reference. And I thought, oh, isn't that cute? I wonder if this is a sign that WWE post events will give people more license to be a little bit sillier. 
or kookier. Yeah, well, that's a big thing. Or that... brainier, because I feel like Nathan Fielder is like kind of a brainy comedy reference. Yeah. Like people who watch Nathan Fielder are not typically people who are like children who watch WWE. Like he's a special genre of comedy. Yeah, it's not that... even like an adult who watches WWE. A lot of adults who watch WWE, their comedy would be like. Yeah, like Dane Cook. Yeah, or, like... or Larry the Cable Guy or Sebastian yeah. Maniscalco or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Just making enemies left and right here. Or even like, you know, Chappelle or John Mulaney or somebody. Yeah, but like, current day Chappelle. But like Nathan Fielder is like such a niche um, in a good way. Yeah, like yeah. A, like a very. It's like a very bizarre. It's not bizarre, <laughs> but it's just a, it is, it's, it's a very. No, he is bizarre. But it's like, you know, it's like high minded comedy. You know, yeah. it's kind of like it's funny, but it's also just like art. You it's know? the kind of thing I would show my family and a lot of them would be like, what the what is this? You know? Yeah, you've got to like, watch the like rehearsal. You've I got to watch, watch the, the rehearsal. rehearsal. I know, I know. It's I heard so a few spoilers bonkers. for it. I it's... heard a few spoilers for it. I heard about the uh, the alligator lounge. Oh yeah, well that's the whole show. I mean, yeah. I don't know that that's a spoiler. I think that's just yeah. like what the show is about is um, um, him recreating things, recreating things in a really detailed way. Is alligator lounge the one in Brooklyn or Manhattan? Uh, the one that they are talking about is in Brooklyn, but there's also one in Manhattan. Yeah, well, there's the Crocodile Lounge, I think, is the one in Manhattan. Really? Yeah, there's because the, I used to do mics at each of them, and I could never remember which one was which. There's one on like... Are you sure you just aren't confusing the actual animals? No, no, no. There's there's one venue that is called the Crocodile Lounge and one that's called the Alligator Lounge, and I believe they're like owned by the same I'm going to change this. Okay, you just do that while I continue to talk about wrestling. Yeah, you keep talking um, about wrestling. Well, a thing that happened is now, because John Laurinaitis is also out for the same reasons, and he mm-hmm. had even less power than Vince, so like there was he was done. Oh, he is out. Yeah, he's out. And now Triple H is once again the head of talent relations, which uh-huh. uh, is good, because he was great at that before, and he actually got removed from that after he had his heart attack, and John Laurinaitis was like... Um, and then there was some Bruce Pritchard in there as well, but... Uh, who's like a big Vince McMahon yes man, so hopefully he'll be out soon. And uh, Triple H is, once again, the head of talent relations, which apparently he had like a meeting backstage about it, and everybody is like excited about it because they like Triple H, and he ran NXT, Mm -hmm. and he did a great job with it. Um, And now he's also the head of creative, which is this this is a thing that we, and when I say we, I mean all of us and Triple H himself Uh have been waiting for, is for Vince McMahon to be gone and Triple H to take over creative. So now, hopefully, the main roster can be run in a similar way to how he was running NXT. Uh-huh. And I know most of his NXT like people are gone, like most of that roster is gone. But mm-hmm. as long it doesn't matter who you put in there, as long as you like run it in a coherent way, the way that they were running NXT, the show will be better. And look at Dolph Ziggler here. He did the Nathan Fielder reference. It's already yeah. getting better. Uh, Dolph Ziggler is also a huge like comedy nerd, and he does some stand up. Yeah. Um, my joke was going to be uh, that he's going to do JFL new faces soon. Uh, JFL new heels. Oh yeah, that's funny. Get it? Um, I also watched. Heel. I also watched Rey Mysterio give his big speech. All right, it was the twenty twentieth anniversary. Yeah, I thought he was retiring because his speech went on for so long, but he was just saying thanks. That was nice. Yeah, it's nice to give somebody something. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't watch it. I also didn't. I had kind of forgotten, but wouldn't have gone anyway that they were in. They were doing Raw in MSG mm-hmm. last night. Um, it's just because like nothing ever happens on Raw, so I don't anymore. So I'm like, and it's a it's a three hour show, mm-hmm. so it's just weird. If you have like kids or something that are just like excited to be there, it's fun. Or if you get like free tickets or something, but it's really hard to justify going. Yeah, I mean, I guess when I went to SmackDown, like their first MSG back, like at the end of. 
last year, towards the end of last year. Uh-huh. It was in the summer. It was sometime last year. Uh, I went, and that was fun. But we had a couple of like, we had like a big Edge versus Seth Rollins match, and that was cool. And then John Cena was there for the dark match, and I I got up to leave and to like beat the crowd, and unfortunately, it was like right as John Cena was hitting his finisher on somebody, and I walked like right in front of a little kid, and I felt so bad. Oh. That's like probably the only time they'll ever see John Cena. Yeah. Um, and that's because uh, that kid had cancer. And yeah. that was the last wrestling show they'd ever get to go to. Well, just John Cena doesn't do stuff anymore, really. Um, so he's not around. Yeah, you a lot. hear that, John Cena? You don't do anything anymore. You hear that? Yeah, the only thing you do is you uh, hear that. Show up and let Vince McMahon introduce you. Yeah. Hmm. <clears throat> well. Hmm. 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 Uh, what else are they gonna say? There's more that I wanted to say about that. Um. We'll say been, it. Well, there's just been like rumors about. So first of all, the stock price of WWE like shot up. Vince McMahon gained like 144 million dollars apparently. Um, like personally oh, when he retired. Yeah, because the stock price shot way up when oh, he announced his retirement. Um, and there was there were a couple. So there's been rumors that people were gonna like buy this. That not people, but other companies are going to buy that they've been trying to sell WWE for a number of years. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of our loyal listeners did posit that perhaps this is how he got caught: is that other people were like looking into their financials and stuff more closely mm-hmm. than normal because they were looking about like, oh, am I buy? Maybe we're going to buy this, and they're like, what is this? What are all these payments? Yeah. You know. Um, but some of the rumored uh, bodies would be. And this could be all like bullshit that WWE put out, but Comcast, Disney, Amazon, Netflix, and Fox. Yeah, I mean, everybody's in a big war right now for for, content. For content, exactly. And WWE is like a live thing that... I could see Disney going hard for it just because they're always looking for... um, Like they're trying to... Like they've had problems with Disney Plus expanding subscribers because it's so for kids. Mm Mm-hmm. And they've had trouble marketing it to like single adults and like older people. And yeah, and that's why they've been adding like TVMA stuff. Yeah, that's why they're adding like the Marvel, more of like the Deadpool type stuff. Yeah. And um, they probably need like more originals and stuff though. Because even even that stuff is still like comic book related. Well, it's it's still still funny because it's like overseas, like in England and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, Disney Plus has like what we do in the shadows on it. Yeah, my. My manager at work uh, mentioned that. Yeah. And I was like, and I think you you caught that as well. Yeah, because somebody posted a picture yeah. of it and I thought I got excited because yeah. I thought it was on Disney Plus. It seems like maybe it will. I mean, at this point, it feels like you should just combine Hulu and Disney Plus. Yeah, um, it does seem like that. But, you know, they're so weird about like fa- being family friendly in certain yeah. contexts. And it's like they're stuck in this thing of like wanting to be family friendly while also wanting to rule all media. And yeah. Well, that's also sort of how WWE ended up being the way they are now is that they just, you know, there used to be like an attitude to it too. And even that like attitude era is a lot of garbage and it's like, you don't need to be that problematic and and sexist or whatever. But uh, now they're doing that thing where, you know, you try to be as appealing to as broad of an audience as possible to create as broad of an audience as possible. But then it kind of just makes it bad, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. because you really shouldn't be, nothing should be like loved by everyone all the time. Uh, yeah. It usually means it's like not saying anything or it's like 
cutting corners in some way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's it would fit Disney's uh, MO. Um, another fun rumor, though, is that Nick Khan, who I heard is like friends with The Rock. Who? Nick Khan being the CEO, the co-CEO with Stephanie McMahon. And he's been like a guy that's been, it, they, it seems like they, he's the guy that like in, like initiated a lot of the cuts when people were getting fired. Like when Braun mm. Strowman got fired, I think there was like a lot of him like trying mm. to decrease their cost and increase their like value or whatever. Oh, I see. And there are rumors that he and The Rock were going to like buy WWE, which would be very funny. And also I thought that somebody, when they told me that, was saying Tony Khan and The Rock. And I was like, that would be <laughs> incredible and so bizarre if tony khan were to somehow buy wwe that would also suck because then we'd be right back where we started yeah it's just one guy that owns everything yeah and as cool as tony khan is like right now he's also like a billionaire he's a billionaire and he's also like kind of crazy in his own way and he's like only gonna probably get worse as he gets older and has the longer he has power the best thing he could do is like set a date of being like i'm gonna retire at this point Mm -hmm. and just like hand it off to somebody else he's really young though isn't he he is he's literally like 40 yeah I think he like so. maybe just turned 40 or so he's like late 30s or yeah, something he's so. like our age yeah um so i don't know and i think when you have the desire to build something like this you usually probably have a level of like ego mm-hmm. that makes it hard for you to stop oh yeah for sure um so that'll be interesting but anyway uh tony khan buys wwe is the headline <laughs> and oh, this was funny. I was looking at the corporate like WWE leadership team, mm-hmm. uh, and this one guy, what's his name? I don't know. Uh, it's your job to know the names. Here, wait. I just it's don't want my you to job see to sit here and go, uh huh, and crack the Frank jokes. A. Riddick the Third. He's the chief financial officer and oh, chief administrative officer. Are the chronicles about him? Yeah, Frank. He just looks like Lewis Black, and it's really funny if you go to the corporate. Oh, he does WWE kind of page. look like Lewis Black's like older brother who has a job his chuck mcgill yeah yeah, yeah. i don't watch better call saul but i know who you're talking about yeah no just it was funny i was like scrolling through this court like the leadership team and it's like stephanie mcmahon because I, I didn't know what nick khan's like actual position was yeah so i looked it up here and then uh uh triple h there and then lewis black i'm willing to bet that the mcmahons do not have as much power as they think they have right now yeah, hopefully. I'm willing to bet Stephanie is supposed to be Vince's arm. Oh, for sure. And I'm willing to bet she's getting iced out hard. Uh, Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, she's been there for a while, so I'm sure she knows the board. It seems like Nick Khan is trying to do some sort of a takeover, No, too, but so. I mean, like, this is what happened on Succession with Shiv. Like, they put Shiv in there, and, like, everybody ignores her because they're like, whatever, she's the daughter of whoever. It's like a combination of, like, sexism and the disrespect you get from nepotism. You know? Oh like, yeah. So every people think you didn't earn your spot, but then also like she's probably just there. Vince well, they know just wants her like, to be her, like his puppet. It's like yeah. Well, everybody kind of knows that. Like especially when Vince is gone and no longer has power. Yeah. Like they've all got to know that like them working together completely would remove Stephanie's influence. You know yeah. what I mean? Like if they're not going to give her the time of day, like if they leave her out of meetings and like you know, just kind of ignore her, they can probably get away with that. <laughs> yeah, and it's also when you do, you know, when you're a public company now and it's like, it's not just like Vince McMahon has his own company and he can do whatever he wants and it's like, yeah, this is a board of directors now. You don't have the kind of... Yeah, and I think everyone's going to be angling for a good position in the post-Vince world. Yeah. 
And so coddling up to Vince no longer does anything for anybody. Which is truly how like most people existed there for a long time. You would yeah. just be, you know, a sycophant for Again, I've watched Vince. a lot of successions, so yeah. I know how these things go. And yeah, no. Stephanie McMahon is not in a position of power right now. Yeah, I'm I'm sure. Hopefully Triple H is though, just because I like his uh booking style. He might be in a better position, but yeah, if he's, not running, H, he's running creative, I think but it's different. If Triple H is smart at all he will not be siding with Stephanie against anybody else. That's a tough position to be because, in. Because married, especially. Yeah, but like, it's business, man. It's business. And the McMahons are done. He has to do what's best for business. He does. And that was a catch for that. He used to say that to Daniel Bryan when he they were trying to. He used to say that? Yeah, that he and Stephanie used to say it when they, because uh, Daniel Bryan was like the hero everybody loved and wanted mm-hmm. to see be the world champion. And then, but they were, but he was like an indie wrestling guy and he was kind of smaller. And so they were like pushing like Randy Orton over him. Mm-hmm. Like as soon as Daniel Bryan won his first world title, they were like Randy Orton came out and won mm-hmm. it from him with the money in the bank. And so they were like Triple H and Stephanie who were in charge. They were like, Randy's our champion. Look, we just, you know, we want a champion that will represent the company, you know, and we have to do what's best for business. Mm-hmm. And they would just keep saying we have to do what's best for business while they're doing all this evil stuff on TV. Yeah. Um, so he's going to do what's best for business. He does. And I hope he knows that because I don't think, again, I don't think anyone who stays aligned with Vince is going to last very long. It is long. funny because it's very, uh, describing this does feel like you're literally setting up like a real life heel turn where he's going to like. For Triple H? Yeah. I mean, Hopefully again, he maybe he's, not, maybe he's the, not that uh, smart. You know, maybe he's not that cunning. You know, maybe he's like. Not that I, I'm not saying he's stupid, but I mean, it's entirely possible that he has blind loyalty to Vince and Stephanie and will tank himself in order to. Well, stay they already loyal. betrayed him once. Yeah. When he, I mean. And he came back, so maybe he's not as cunning as I think he is, but I'm just saying. like, Well, my, this is the job that he wanted, was this. Yeah. So I feel like this is. But no, I know what you're saying. Um, but when he had that like heart attack, I mean, they took everything that he built and dismantled it. Yeah. So well, maybe he doesn't see it that way. No, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't. I don't know. Uh, you know but we'll like, see. Uh, I'm just saying, Vince McMahon is toxic. Yeah. Uh, officially. Hopefully, Triple H. You know, just uh, turns on his family and uh, is like. You know, I mean, maybe Stephanie turns on her family. I mean. Um, Maybe she'll leave. If, if I mean, she's, she already she's tried cunning. to step away once. Yeah, I mean, if she's cunning, then she's got to know better than to listen to her dad anymore. Yeah. Um. But yeah, man, we're entering a new age. We really are. Um. I like that we both have the same mannerisms when we talk now oh because no. we've spent so much time together. So we often do at the same time. We do that at the same time. We also like there was something else we did the other night. We were talking to each other at the same time. We're like, I don't know, maybe there's like we said something in the yeah, you know, yeah, we like anyway, anyway, uh, it might have been that. (laughs) Did you genuinely start to do that? I did. Oh my god, (laughs) this is a problem when you live together and spend every day together all the time. We've been quarantined together for 600 days. Yeah, and now we talk exactly the same. We talk, all our conversations are just in unison at the same time with like a few specific words. I mean, pretty much. Out. 
Yeah. Uh, anyway, what else is going on in wrestling? Anything? Um, I mean, you the, said there Lewis was a Black lot. looking guy was kind of the most important. Well, thing. you said there was a lot. Well, so there is. Uh, this is just another little like rumor thing, but um, Sasha Banks and Naomi watch. Oh, and it's just that I, I'm sure something like more specific happened with them, but there's just a lot of rumors and hope now that they'll come back to WWE because all the people that they were mad at are yeah. gone like yeah. john laurinaitis was the one that they quit to mm-hmm. because they hated him i mean i will say this and they like triple h like especially yeah. sasha banks had a very good relationship with triple h and i will say this one thing i was thinking about because i was listening to this on the plane i was listening to my sasha banks entrance music mm-hmm. and i have the naomi entrance music too on the same playlist and i was thinking like it's interesting this is still on here yeah, I mean, because it is attributed to WWE on title because it's a street. It's a so yeah, like yeah. they have to give permission for that to be on there. Yeah, there are a like, few like I think on Spotify there are still like a lot of people that have left. Yeah, no, I don't doubt that. I'm just saying, like, considering the lengths the, they went to yeah. to scrub them from like the promo stuff. Yeah, it's just interesting to me that it was still on there. So maybe she's coming back. I mean, it would be cool. As much as I was like, oh, Sasha and Naomi and AEW would be cool. It's like not everybody needs to be in the same place. And like if WWE does become a better environment, like even if it's still like family friendly or, or whatever, although they are mm-hmm. actually, I think they changed it. It's no longer TVPG. It's now TV 14. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still want it to be around and I want people to be able to work there and have fulfilling careers. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want everyone to have to like, flee and take refuge somewhere you know yeah um so we'll see hopefully things work out but that is the hope now that they'll they'll be able to come back um they're amazing that would be great it would be huge if they did show up what if they come back on SummerSlam? uh no they'd save something like that for something bigger maybe well SummerSlam is the other than WrestleMania, SummerSlam oh, okay. is the biggest show of the year. But well, maybe we'll see them on SummerSlam this weekend. Maybe, but sometimes they do save it for like Raw or something afterwards. But if they show up on SummerSlam, it will undoubtedly be the most interesting thing that happens on SummerSlam, which is a testament to both how important it would be, but also how very um, uninteresting SummerSlam looks to the point where I was like, ooh, I have to talk about um, AEW Fight for the Fallen, which is a special Dynamite episode predictions uh this week because that's gonna happen and i 1000 percent forgot that SummerSlam is this weekend yeah i SummerSlam didn't is know Saturday. about it until i it's, think i saw when i was watching raw i think they mentioned i it. know that they're in like a real weird period right now mm-hmm. i this is so funny i didn't even write anything about SummerSlam. i totally forgot SummerSlam <laughs> was happening um and it's like well that's fine then it's a very it's just i mean i guess i should mention it but well, it's I mean, just I guess a very that's all we need to know right is that just this, i know the wrestling that, super fan forgot summer slam was happening yeah exactly and it's it's very indi- like i know they're in like a weird spot right now also but to be fair, it is just the most uninteresting like soulless card i've seen and also to be fair you've had a big week because it was comic-con so there's a lot of other news to there's a lot with. of other news there's a lot of marvel news it's a big week for you Big week for me. There's a um, uh, big week for you. Um, it was a fairly big week for me. But I mean, yeah. mostly a big week for you because it's for you. No, yeah, everything's for me. It's um, for you. You yeah. know. Uh, Did you hear they're going to keep making Marvel movies for like three or four more years? I heard that. I thought they were done. 
I thought they were like, we're go- Black Panther <laughs> Wakanda Forever is going to be the last one. And then She-Hulk's going to wrap it all up. We've decided we don't like money. Yeah. We're going to wrap it up. Um, we're done making money. We're pivoting to indie flicks. Yeah, we're going to do... Yeah, we're only going to do... Um, you know that movie Minari about that Korean family who moves here and tries to start a new life on a farm? It's going to be all movies like that. I don't. I was going to say Francis Ha. Yeah. That you was know, the first like, indie you movie. You know, I Francis Ha. <laughs> like I was going to say Juno, but then I forgot that Juno is like sort of unintentionally I, become like a pro-life thing. I love thing. that Juno, or not not Juno, I love that uh, Francis Ha is the one indie movie that you can think of. I don't know why that, that was charming. like the first one that popped into my head. I find that really charming. Um, um, I that, like that that's, movie. It, that's the other one we do. Um, Everybody does um. Yeah, but we always do it at the same time. Um, <laughs> I didn't do oh, it at that time because I was anticipating it. too hard. Yeah, because you knew. Um, <laughs> did see? you do it genuinely? I kind of did, but okay. I knew you were gonna do it. I, right? Was, I was, that and was I did. I did it. wait for a second. <laughs> I was like, one, two, three. Okay, here we go. Um. Anyway. Huh. So I'm trying to do different ones now. <laughs> Whoo. So yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Well, SummerSlam is this weekend. Uh. You know, uh, you can tr- watch it, I guess. I, I mean, I suppose if I don't make other plans, like if I don't actively make other plans to go do something, I know I'll probably end up just watching it because I, I guess why not? But when I watched Money in the Bank, I was just so bored and sad the whole time. And it was, yeah. it, it's truly the most unnecessary it's ever been because there's so much goddamn wrestling. Well, I can't think there's of There's so much else. good wrestling that's fun and I do yeah. not need to watch wwe at all i also can't think of anything else that you could be doing with your time because i mean it's not like your girlfriend was just away for exactly almost a week exactly you see me all the time it's like boring i know so now you're back and it's like there's plenty of time to watch SummerSlam and be sad about it Yeah, exactly um but SummerSlam's happening. Me. Did you kick me? I didn't kick you. I, I touched didn't kick your you leg. Back. Oh, God. Help. All right. Uh, but SummerSlam's happening. My predictions are well, that was a thing. I'm not going to do predictions, but yeah, don't that do this predictions. Brock Lesnar had apparently, I forgot about this too. Oh. Uh, Brock Lesnar, who Randy Orton, it was supposed to be Roman Reigns versus Randy Orton. That was like the rumor it was going to be for SummerSlam, which would be a more interesting match. But then R- Randy Orton's hurt, like for real, so they. They just called an audible and made it Brock Lesnar because they just they don't. Oh. So it's like the laziest move they could have done because they figured, well, it'll draw, I guess. And they it literally it would have been more interesting if it was literally anyone in the active they roster. They love Brock Lesnar. They do, and I think they're the only ones left at this point. But no, a lot of people do like him, and that's why, like a very casual audience would be like, oh, Brock Lesnar, and they'll just like watch it because of that, and that'll be more interesting to them than mm-hmm. literally like Finn Balor or anybody who's on, on the actual roster because they don't push or promote people that are on the real roster but they push and promote Brock Lesnar and those yeah. are, and they make him look more important mm-hmm. uh, but apparently on, at Smackdown after Vince or announced his retirement Brock Lesnar said something something to the effect of well if he's gone I'm gone and then he walked out of Smackdown but WWE never mentioned this this is like mm. a backstage they didn't mention this they didn't say anything about it because people were like were well, they going to announce a replacement first of all if WWE wait was, he said if he's gone who who is he again Vince 
Oh, so Brock Vince is gone. Quit. Brock is like, I'm gonna go. Wow. Yeah, which I didn't realize they had that strong of a relationship, but um, yeah, or that Brock had that much uh, financial security. I mean, he definitely does. He's because he, I don't think he spends a lot of the money that he has. Oh, I hope he doesn't, because yeah, now it's a finite amount. Yeah. It's just that and amount of money forever. Yeah. <laughs> keeps until getting he dies. smaller yeah. until he dies. So No, he's probably invested it. He probably has. No, I'm sure I'm sure Brock Lesnar can stop working tomorrow and live to be ninety years old and never have money problems for the rest of his I life. I think that's so optimistic of you to think he's gonna live to be over seventy. Well, he <laughs> I don't think he well, he did have some like pain pill issues i think but for the most part i don't think he's done like well i think most of these wrestlers die in like their 60s don't they a lot of people but i think it's like it's fairly rare for them to be like 80 well not all of them it's just there are especially of older generations who like partied a lot i think a lot of them just did not take care of their bodies and mm. their hearts and stuff and so, so it's they... their fault yeah wow you just shrugged wow you went real quick from uh, WWE should be providing these people health care to, I mean, they're not taking care of themselves. So I mean, it was you know, a little from column A, a little from column B. <laughs> but I think Brock Lesnar could potentially live uh, for a while. I don't know. He just, I mean, he pretty much just like stays home, hunts, works out, and then like mm-hmm. goes to, and he, but that, another thing too, he doesn't go on the road like people do. Hunting is an expensive hobby. Okay, sure, fine, but it, they guns, just guns cost a lot of money. I don't do. know if you've ever tried to buy a gun. I have not. They're very expensive. I'm sure they're extremely expensive. They're like uh, thousands of dollars. Well, then maybe he's broke and he needs this money. And hunting, like hunting, you got to pay for travel and, and permits and, and stuff. permits and like if you're going to somebody's like land resort type deal, that's a lot of money. And you have to pay for those like, super secret special resorts where you hunt lots people. Lots of supplies, special clothes. Um yeah, hunting is an expensive hobby. Poor that's people true. don't uh Another reason why I'm glad I don't do it. Mhm. Uh, but anyway, he'll, you know, he's uh, go Lesnar at SummerSlam. <laughs> but they didn't mention it. They didn't say anything about it at all. Uh, which it would not be an un uh like an uncharacteristic WWE move to just not say anything until the show itself, and then mm-hmm. like when I think when it was SummerSlam last year, it was like Sasha Banks was supposed to challenge Bianca Belair, and they didn't, mm-hmm. and it was like known that she was like probably not going to be there because there was I I they would never say what it was. But she was, a lot of people just thought she had COVID, which is probably what it was. And they were just being like cagey about it. But they just, they never said that she wasn't going to be there. And then when like Bianca Belair came out for their match Mm -hmm. and then they were like, so Sasha Banks isn't here. Mm. And then they had like that weird thing with Carmella and then Becky Lynch came out. Um, So it wouldn't be unheard of for them to just not say anything. And then Brock Lesnar's not there and they're like, okay. So, cause they'll like, you know, get you to buy the pay-per-view or like watch it and then. Or buy a ticket, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then do the switcheroo. Uh, so I don't know, whatever. But anyway, SummerSlam is whatever. And uh, you know, Godspeed. If you watch it, maybe it'll be better. WrestleMania looked like it was going to be really bad this year, and it was actually like a really fun show across both nights. Mm-hmm. But then, like since then, I feel like they've lost steam on every single pay per view they've done. Yeah. And this SummerSlam just looks uh, truly uninspired. Maybe we're entering a period of womp. Womp womp. Womp womp. It's like the post Vince womp 
Like for for a while until they find their footing again. It'll yeah. be like womp. I think when Cody Rhodes comes back, like a wet a, noodle. What? Is, why you say it? It's about a wet noodle. It's not good. The noodle. It's not good. It's a wet. It's a wet. It's a wet. She's you a boy. It's a wet. It's a it's a go blue 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 blue. All right. The entire Italian community has canceled us. Okay. You're uh, you're the. You're, you're, I'm the Italian community in this yeah, household, okay? seriously. How are they getting that power over us when I've got you representing them? No. The, 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 this is supposed to inoculate me. I'm supposed to be allowed to criticize Italians. I am Italians. Yeah, I'm supposed to be allowed to criticize Italians because if people get mad at me, I can be like, my boyfriend's Italian. Italian. I like to say Italian the way the Joker says Italian in the Dark Knight. Where's the Italian? Oh, I, yeah. Yeah, you didn't remember that line. I Only did. I remember that line. Some things just stick in your head. Where's the Italian? Well, let's move on from WWE and Italians. <laughs> well, this is what I've been saying for a year. This country needs to move on from Italians <laughs> for too long. In You're some gonna, ways, yeah. he's he's running Rick DeSantis's presidential campaign, oh, ladies God. and gentlemen. Is he Italian? Yes. Oh God. He's like full blooded Italian, similar to you. Oh no. If he wins, he'll be the first Italian president. I mean, to be fair, the first Italian president was almost certainly gonna be some sort of psycho conservative. Yeah, yeah. Uh he's gonna have his victory party at Buca de Beppo. Yeah, Buca de Beppo. Hey, I don't have a somebody. Oh, yes, it is. I actually, look, look, all I'm saying is I wouldn't be I would be very opposed to Rick DeSantis becoming president, but I would love to go to that dinner <laughs> <laughs> because, man, it would be good. Oh, God. I, I'll keep that you joke. Know, I just like saying Buca de Beppo because it's a funny name to me. Yeah. Um, but I feel like Rick DeSantis's like, campaign dinner events will be like the kind of thing where everyone's telling you, like, this is so good. This is so good. And you're like, yeah, I don't know. It's penne in an aluminum tray. I, it's fine. You okay. know, like, all right. Okay. I'm not saying Italian to, food isn't good. You need to, I'm saying I don't think Rick DeSantis's Florida Italian food is oh, no, good. No, the Florida Italian food that he's getting like mass catered, I'm sure is And shitty. to be quite frank, if I may, and again, I want our listening audience to appreciate that my boyfriend is Italian, okay? So I can say things like this. I think there are a lot of Italian people who who skirt by on that cred food-wise, even though maybe they're not so great at food as individuals. Oh, like they'll say like, well, I'm Italian, so you know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, there's plenty of Italian people that are bad at cooking. I mean, I don't really cook much no, of anything. You cook better my, than I do. My baked ziti is is. I mean, I yeah. follow the recipe no, in my family, but it's, it's a good baked ziti. Ba- baked ziti, saying, I think, like, is the only thing I would serve someone else. I'm just saying, like, not every Italian can be good at cooking. No, right? That doesn't make any sense. But I feel like a lot of Italian people will present themselves as like, you know, ah, oh, nobody makes spaghetti like me, and it's like. Mm. Yeah, I feel like I if you're, a lot of people make spaghetti like you. Yeah, and it's also if you're ever saying that about anything that you do, you're probably an asshole and not true. Like if you're like, I'm the best. Yeah, uh, which is funny that I'm talking about wrestling, which almost every single person that I like is like, I'm the best. But yeah. it's also different. Basically, I'm saying that. that I don't think Rick DeSantis can cook for shit. I'm sure that he can't. I would. Uh, I could probably make a better ziti. I'm challenging Rick DeSantis to prove to me. That he can make good Italian food. 
and he needs to bring it to my house, and I will eat the full serving. I'd rather he not come here. All right, my parents' house. Okay, great. They'll welcome him. Yeah, and we can eat it and decide if he should be president. Yeah. This is a trap. What are we ordering? Because my dad will say no. Oh, that's true. He'll say, <laughs> Italian food. It's a trap because my dad will say, a Catholic president, not again. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't go so well last time. Uh, guys, my dad is problematic. That's his whole I mean, thing. My dad would have... He loves to be problematic. My dad would have loved if Rudy Giuliani had been president. My God, he would have cried. Um, he loved... I mean, he would have probably rooted for... I don't almost, think Rudy Giuliani can cook either. I, would, I bet his food sucks. I would venture to say Rudy Giuliani. I would never eat anything that Rudy Giuliani... That it was even in his kitchen. Oh, God, it would be covered in sweat. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to eat anything Rudy Giuliani. Oh uh, God! Uh, or his son. I don't think his musty. son probably microwaves. Oh anything. no, I don't, I don't think, think his son can guy. cook for shit. No, I would imagine he does not cook well. Uh, um, I only really just started cooking like two years ago, and I started this diet, and I'm not great at it, but I've gotten a lot better since I started. My no, chili got a lot good. better. I think you're you're my much chi- better than I am at cooking. My chili is much is much better, but truly, I would I would serve my chili to somebody, but yeah. I, I wouldn't be like. Hey, this is like the best chili you're gonna have. I'd be like, this chili's like okay, right? It like tastes yeah. like chili, and it's you know, but I wouldn't. It tastes like chili, you know. But uh, but the big ziti, I think I would, I would, I would maybe actually serve to somebody because I think it. Yeah, I, but no, it's not I that think... unique. It's just that it's like no, it's pretty good big ziti. It doesn't huh? need to be unique. It's it's yeah. work you put into making something. Like if you yeah. made me a sandwich, I wouldn't be like, oh, it needs to be a unique sandwich. I'd be like, hey, free sandwich somebody made me. So I should Somebody. just stop charging you for the sandwiches I make you? Yeah, please. <laughs> I'm sorry. Anyway. All right. All uh, right. What else is going on in wrestling that has Ring to do with Ring of Honor spaghetti? is back. Ring of Honor. Clap, 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 clap. clap, clap. clap. But ROH is back. They had their first Ruh. show under uh, eight, um, under Tony Khan. Because he booked like the last show that they did, but it was already kind of like the old ROH mm-hmm. was already putting it on, and he was just kind of like in control of that. But this is like the first; they have a new logo. It was in like a six thousand seat arena, which is like way bigger than ROH used to run. Does it, it looked, say Tony's above the ROH Tony's logo? Ring of Honor. It just did, keeping the theme of like Italian. Yeah, Tony's Ring of Honor. But he uh, when you hear it, you're in honor. When you hear you're a wrestler. But, <laughs> It was, uh, it did very much feel like an AEW show. Like, it it very much felt like the thing I'm calling it is AEW presents Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. Um, cause it had a way bigger audience than they usually have. And it's also, it, the fans definitely, which is funny cause I thought there would be more crossover here, mm-hmm. but the fans definitely felt like they were AEW fans and not like ROH fans. Like, they were into the whole show and they were cheering mm-hmm. and stuff, but they definitely seemed to know, like, in the main event, it was FTR. Versus this tag team called the Briscoes, which are like mm-hmm. these like day one Ring of Honor. They've been there for twenty years, mm-hmm. um, guys, and they like the crowd was very much behind, more behind FTR than I. I thought it was going to be like a pretty even split, and the last time they had a match was a pretty even split, mm-hmm. and this was like very much FTR, and not to no, not like of course FTR is going to get cheered, but it just seemed a little weird that they like almost didn't even like know the Briscoes. You kind of felt like maybe these people were noobs, a little bit posers, maybe wannabes. Um, I just think there could have been a little bit more section captaining happening. Um, oh yeah, you know what? Captains. I don't think AEW has section captains. Maybe. 
Yeah, that's what I it is. I think it's just WWE that we've instituted section caps. That's true. Well, WWE, I think AEW fans tend to be more respectful. Yeah. Um, well, they haven't needed it. Yeah, but maybe we. Yeah. Maybe we need to make a universal section captains for every wrestling show everywhere. Although to be fair, uh, a lot of ROH crowds were like bad, like problematic and um, disrespectful. So huh. I think it's maybe not so bad. The, the AEW crowds are but like. But you're saying the you most missed that. You're saying you miss the old ROH crowds because they would yell slurs? My own. Oh, I think that's a slur, ladies it's and gentlemen. Slur. I'm pretty sure Italians use that. It's Madonna. Pretty, it's yeah, like see, Mary. it's Madonna. Virgin it's, Mary. He loves Madonna. Yeah, like a virgin. you just talk about, like, God, I wish Madonna was here. Um, <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, anyway, but it, was a, uh, but it was a very good show from top to bottom. Uh, I didn't watch the pre-show, sorry guys, but I just for timing reasons. But mm-hmm. the rest of the show was really strong. It was a lot of really good matches. Uh, an interesting thing is that they put the the tag team championship match with FTR defending against the Briscoes in like a rematch from a couple months ago in the main event it was a two out of three falls match, um, which was great. But they had that in the main event, which made sense as a main event, and it's not uncommon for ROH to do that and to have like a tag title main event. Or whatever, but the the opening match was actually Claudio Castagnoli, formerly known as Cesaro in WWE, uh, challenging Jonathan Gresham for the ROH World Title. And oh, the author of the Rainmaker versus another Italian guy. Oh my God, it's a theme. I did when I wrote this note. I put something about Jonathan Gresham, and I said, "Hold for John Grisham jokes." Okay, all right, <laughs> I get it. It is funny though. We should keep doing it. I just was like. It's funny because it sounds like it John does sound like Christian. John Grisham. It's also funny that his first name is also John. Yeah. But how are we doing on time? Going over? Uh, no, we've got a few minutes left. Okay, we'll keep we'll keep five going. to ten, I would say. Okay, so anyway, it's a really good show. You should check it out. Um, but Claudio, their match was like a little shorter than you would expect, mm. and Claudio won, which is cool. So he won his first like you know world championship, and it's also mm-hmm. meaningful because he was a big part of ROH's prime back in like mm-hmm. the mid two thousands. So. It's meaningful for him to have won this title, but it was a little bit weird that it was on first, and apparently Jonathan Gresham had like a meeting with Tony Khan beforehand where he was complaining about like the uh, communication uh, oh. and his direction and his character because he recently turned heel on AEW TV mm-hmm. in leading up to this, and it did seem kind of weird, and it, it seemed like he was against that, and I guess he had like a big shouting fight with Tony Khan and oh, cursed no. him out and has requested his release from ROH. And has also been saying things like, or uh, been reportedly saying things like this, he doesn't expect to even be wrestling anymore, like, oh, very wow. soon. So it sounds, and Jonathan Gresham is like 34 so he's quitting. or something. He like so it sounds like he's quitting and he's pissed. Mm-hmm. I didn't, so I'm a little worried. I don't know what's going on with him. I mean, I can understand. It sounds like, you know, you're the champion and it's kind of like, now we're moving away from you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it does seem kind of like I was I did think that he was a guy that they should like focus on going forward because mm-hmm. he fits really well with the ROH brand and he's a great wrestler but uh, and I was hoping like oh well Claudio will like maybe get his title and then he'll like lose it back to him at some point but yeah I don't know this is really really interesting because Claudio was also a guy that, that didn't get you know kind of the respect that he should have yeah. so I don't know we'll see what's going on with that but it's a very interesting situation um, but their match was still good, and uh, you know I'm excited to see Claudio going forward as a champion. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, you should check out the Pure Wrestling match, which is Pure the ROH Pure Championship. Mm. <laughs> pure Wrestling has some specific rules where there's like only each guy only gets three rope breaks, and uh, 
you know, all this stuff. And uh, it's fun. And it was Wheeler Yuta defending against Daniel Garcia. Daniel Garcia being of the Jericho Appreciation Society, the sports entertainers. So he was like, he doesn't like wrestling, even though he's like a very technical wrestling guy. Mm -hmm. Technically, he's a wrestler. Um, And their match was really great. And I'm excited to see them do more stuff. And also we had Dragon Lee versus his brother Roosh. Mm. Roosh being, these guys are from... Triple A in Mexico. They were in CMLL before, and they were part of the the Los Ingo Bernables faction that has influenced a lot of wrestling. Um, and it's good to see Roosh. He's also in AEW now, so it's good to see them again. And they had a great match, um, and it was really great to see that. I'm just trying to like get through this as quickly as possible now. Yeah, well, that's um, probably good because we only have a few minutes. CM Punk was apparently at San Diego Comic Con, so I don't know why you didn't say hello or whatever. But I didn't see him. You didn't see no, M? No, the only... You didn't see M? No, I didn't see M, even at the gym in the morning. Wow. Well, I went to the gym in the morning, and I told you I worked out next to Matt Smith. Oh, right. The Doctor Who Morbius Doctor guy. Doctor Who Prince Philip Morbius. Who's also going to be in House of the Dragon. I yeah. keep wanting to say House of the Rising Dragon. No. Um, but he... Uh, but Punk was there. I guess he was, like, icing his foot and wearing a walking boot at certain points because his foot was broken, and oh, he no. was quoted as saying... Um, it's healing. It's not healed. Mm-hmm. And he said that was a quote from his surgeon. Yeah. And hope they've been hoping that he'll be back in time for All Out, which is their next pay-per-view in early September. Mm-hmm. So a little over a month away. So he might be back in time, but I don't know. So hopefully he's good. And then just um, Fighter Fest. Not not Fighter Fest. They did Fighter Fest. Now it's Fight for the Fallen. Okay. A special episode of Dynamite and Rampage. And uh, it's pretty exciting. Um, I'll just run through... These quick predictions here. Thunder Rosa versus Miyu Yamashita, mm. uh, who beat her in a... They do these things called championship eliminator matches sometimes, mm-hmm. where it's like it's a non-title match, and if you beat the champion, you get a title shot. Mm-hmm. WWE used to do this just exclusively all the time. Um, and so she Miyu beat her, uh, beat Thunder Rosa in a match, and so now she gets a title shot. I would assume Thunder Rosa is going to retain, but it should be cool. Mm-hmm. Um Ricky Starks defending his unrecognized FTW championship against Danhausen, oh. who's like a you know a silent movie era, even though he talks a lot, weird, creepy villain guy that everybody likes, and he curses people. I think he would like Danhausen. Oh, um, he's very funny, and Ricky Starks is going to win. But it would be very funny if Danhausen won. Mm-hmm. I'd want them, no matter what happens, as soon as Ricky Starks either loses this belt or gets a real championship, they need to get rid of this thing. They have so mm-hmm. many championships at this point. I don't need to see this belt anymore. It's like an yeah. unrecognized championship that you can introduce for storyline purposes. We don't need it. Um, Roosh, my guy from the mm-hmm. ROH pay-per-view, getting a, an interim AEW world title shot against John Moxley. So cool. Um, that should be really good. Uh, hopefully he doesn't win just because I don't want anybody's first world title to be an AEW to be the not real world championship, but still would be cool. Tony Nese and Smart Mark Sterling versus Swerve Strickland. Swerve's going to win. Um, mm. And then this is the big one, the big news, Daniel Garcia versus the returning Brian Danielson. Cool. He's back. Oh. I know. We're going over time, but he's back. It's a big deal, and it means that his concussion stuff is maybe good, and everything's fine, oh, and he'll yeah. be okay. So hopefully that's good. And then there's stuff that's happening on Rampage, but we won't talk about that. Um, but yeah, everything is going great. I'm excited that I think WWE has... Some potential to do well, and AEW is killing it as usual. The G1 is going on in New Japan, so that's great. ROH is back. So basically, you can enjoy wrestling. You never have to watch any WWE. What are your final thoughts? 
My final thoughts are that my yoga class starts in about 15 minutes, so I need to go. Right, I forgot. But thanks, everybody, for listening. Bye. Bye.